Hey superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nellie, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. Hi everyone, you are listening to our new podcast, The Single Life of Us, with me, Nellie Thomas, and me, Kate Mulholland. This podcast is recorded in the pod bar, and it is recorded on Wurundjeri land. And we would like to pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and we would like to acknowledge the original tellers of stories in this country of ours. It's a long tradition, 60,000 years. We would also like to let you know that there could be some language. There could be. There will be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there'll be some swearing. I mean, less than the swearing, which probably doesn't matter so much for children, there may be talk that you don't want the children to hear. Oh, there's 100% talk you don't want the children to hear. And if you're offended by swearing, you really should fuck off now. Yeah, yeah, you've got to go. Off your fucks. (laughs) It's like this. (laughs) There's a lot more content that's going to upset you. This podcast has the E for explicit. (laughs) Hope you enjoy the podcast. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Hey, Kate Mulholland, legs 11. (laughs) Are we allowed to do that? I think, well, you can do it to me. I just did it. It's consensual. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Katie 180. Yep, that's me. Hello, Nellie Thomas. It's episode 11. Episode 11. Can you believe it? We cracked the ton. (laughs) Isn't the ton 100? Yeah, but mini ton. Mini ton. 10 to the power of 10. (laughs) I don't do maths, so I'll believe you. (laughs) I homeschool. I do fucking maths, all right. Yeah, you do do maths. How are you? I'm all right. I um yeah, how are you? I'm good. I've got a couple of updates. Yep. One is that you know I'm loving myself sick with my new tech skills. Yes. Right? So for <laughs> listeners who are just joining us, I learned how to build a website for us. She really did. And I'm she keeps pretty, updating look, it. Look, there's a scrolling bar. Every day? You know, <laughs> this is something new. Please go and have a look. <laughs> there's some shit. But my favourite thing is that you can now, instead of like voice recording on your phone, because mm. our favourite thing is getting listener calls. 100%. So we like questions. We like date stories. We like, this is why I love being single. We mm. like, you can call in and say, you said this in episode six and I think you're full of shit. Yes, you can. Like whatever you want. Yep. And now you can do that on the website. Yeah. It's really easy. 
You just right? click you on just there. You just click on there and you start talking. Yeah, and you start talking yeah. and then you email it twice. It's called a speak pipe and it just yeah. gets sent through and... Easy peasy. It's actually a really easy way of us collating them all too. Yeah. We and a, another thing I updated today was I did a radio interview for Out in Perth, mm-hmm. which is a LGBTIQA plus yep. television, not television, radio show. Yep. Um, in Perth, and so I've put that recording up on there yeah. as well. So, look, just look at it because it took a lot. Look, <laughs> a middle-aged woman did that. A so go woman. and have a bloody look because we are very proud. I did nothing and I'm still proud. No, you do lots of other stuff. But I have such severe tech anxiety oh. that when I do actually achieve it, oh. I feel Incredible. like so I'm puffed <laughs> up. My chest is even bigger than it was before. And, hey, we've got Bridgerton news. Yeah, Because we've been talking about Bridgerton, how cranky we were that our favourite little chubby girl. Yes, and I must say people have messaged me read this because people have read the books. Ah. Right, so I haven't. Um, And apparently... I'm too tired for books. Come on, I'm not... (laughs) I've got Netflix, I did start a book because I went away for work (laughs) and I was like, oh, that's right, I can read when I'm on my own. Yes. Um, But... Um, someone messaged me and they're like, in book four, but, but in okay. the, in the series, they're bringing it to ep- ep- series, series three, three, which means our favorite character is going to be the main love interest. So she's going to fall in love. Rubenesque, gorgeous yes. woman that we talked about in previous episodes. And both yes. you and I were cranky that she was sort of put on the shelf. Yes. And it was implied because she was fat size. Yes. Yes. She is indeed going to have her own love story yes. in season three. Which is so great. So thank you for the people who told me that went and read the books. Good on yep. you. And you're going to be annoyed because it's going to be season, season three instead of book four. Yeah. You know, but who cares? Because okay. it's making Nellie and I very, very happy. I'm so happy and I'm, I'm really pleased to be proved wrong. Oh, same. Because I was disappointed. Yeah. Really disappointed. And obviously the whole world was. Yeah. And even the author. Had great. Been, she was building us up to it. Awesome. Yes, very I'm well into done. it. Very, very, very. Um, well. Our other news is that we are considering. <laughs> yeah. When I say considering, I'm trying to manage expectations. <laughs> yes. We are considering doing some merch, mm. and our lovely producer Faye Younger has put out a a, a survey mm. on um, our social media. Yep. But you can also speak pipe or email yes, us and let can. us know. So, yep. th- what are our options? We're thinking probably mugs. Probably. To start with. And, yep. and what might we have on them? Well, I want Hori Nan. Nothing, ma- I want nothing more than Hori Nan. But <laughs> people want off your fuck. <laughs> so apparently that really reminds them of you and I. <laughs> if you don't know what Hori Nan means, basically oh. probably our favourite listener, Elizabeth, oh. she's put that on her yet-to-be-uploaded oh. um, Literally one of the profile. If you come across it, anybody... Oh. Let us know because it was brilliant. I'll be swiping right. Oh, 100%. She's incredible. Amazing. So she described herself as a nan who goes to Barlow if nan was hoary. Yeah. And you and I have never <laughs> been more thrilled in our life. So hoary nan's one possibility. Yep. Two fat ladies, 88. Yes. She's a bingo reference. Yes. And a reference to you and I and our yes. voluptuous figures. Yes, it's awesome. Is another one. Yeah, I but like it. by far the favourite is, as you said, off your fuck. I know. Who knew? That's what our listeners love. Off your fuck. <laughs> So, and we do say it at the start of every episode. We do. So, <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> well, yes, but it's it is said. So yeah, I so get why people know. like it. Let yeah. us know. Let us know if you. I mean, let us know if you'd want merch because fuck knows we don't want to do it no. if no one wants it. Like, do you want a? Co- I love a coffee mug with a rude saying. Oh, same. I've got a. I don't even know if I can say it because people don't like the c word. The c but word. I've got a sick c word. Sip yeah. soy. Yeah. Mug from Tommy Little. <laughs> 
I, I do sip soy. I'm um, made for it. Yeah, you're yeah, a soy so drinker. I am you? a soy drinker. So um, that's that's all happening. We've got lots of new listeners. We've got a uh, article coming out in the Age in the Sydney Morning Herald. Yes, very excited. Oh, is that enough toot tooting our own horn? I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to get into our opening chat. Mm. I want to talk about. Self-esteem. That's a really hard one, isn't it? It's a big one, but we keep getting mm. fabulous emails, mm. messages mm. on Instagram mm. and Facebook and stuff mm. about self-esteem. Mm. Let me ask you this. Mm. As a middle again, for those who haven't listened, you're not back in the dating pool yet. Mm. But, you know, it must be occurring to you on some level. Yeah. Like how do you reckon your self-esteem compares now at the age of 50 compared to when you were dating at the age of 17? Oh, <laughs> I mean, obviously at 17, I sort of knew I was hot, right? Yeah. I, had, I had body image issues because I'm a human on this yeah. planet. But, but you were like blonde in size 8. I was. I have never been blonde in size 8. I wouldn't have even been a blonde size 8 toddler. Yeah, see, so I had that world at my feet, should yeah. we say. But did you know that you had it at your feet? No, but I don't want to sound up myself, but it was a long time ago. But you knew you were hot. But I knew that if I flirted with a guy that they would probably get with me. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I had no worries about That's getting That's so interesting. Yeah. So this is a point of difference for you and I, Yeah. I reckon, because I have – like I reckon looking back now, I was on my first diet, oh, this is awful, but in grade one. Oh, lordy. Yeah. And looking back now, I was not fat. No, of course not. But there was not. just a lot of – Know. You know, big ladies in my family, yep. it was the time, it was the yep. cultural thing. Anyway, yep. I probably didn't really get above average weight until I was a teenager, but yep. I always felt fat. Yes, yes, yes. So I never had that kind of period where I went, I'm hot to everybody. Right, yeah, yeah. Even though I had long blonde hair yep. and brown skin and, you know, all of that kind of stuff, I never walked into a room thinking, I'm the hottie. I don't know if I thought I'm the hottie, but I definitely didn't feel that I wasn't attractive, Right. right. I think my biggest worries were like if I waxed my bikini line, I'd get ingrown hairs. So do I shave and have stubble or do I have ingrown right. hairs? So stuff yeah. that now I'm like, oh, that would be nice to have that as my biggest worry about That's my body. That's a very special kind of pash rash. <laughs> yeah, very. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pash rash I can get around. <laughs> but, yeah, so but now I part of me is quite confident about who I am. Yeah. And I wouldn't not hook up with someone because of my body. Yeah. But I think I'd be acutely aware of it. Like yeah, these right. boobs have breastfed five children. Kids. Yeah. They sag. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The nipples are distended. <laughs> I mean, there's no other word for them. <laughs> there's no perk. Let's say there's no perk in this body. They've got a mind of their own. They do. They Let's do. say that. Yeah. yeah. So um when I was pregnant with the twins, I had this condition that meant that my stomach grew very, very quickly and I got stretch marks above my belly button. So yeah, um, I'm not embarrassed by that, but I'm conscious of so that. So there's like, you know, I would say 99% of middle-aged women, there's stretch marks, there's sagging, there's mm. skin tags. Oh, so many skin tags. Fuck spare tyres. Yep. You know, I've got a bloody Mac truck. Yeah, like yep. is, I wish I had a muffin top. I've got a whole fucking <laughs> oh, don't you <laughs> the long Michelin for the man. days of the oh, muffin top? Oh, I remember when I used to wear like body suits, and then I'd put my jeans in and think, oh, I can see a little bit of. <laughs> oh my god, to long for that. Yeah, that's well. Never I, I'm finding it interesting because we keep, and I'm just going to paraphrase because there's so many listeners that mm. have written in about this. Mm. But the way that I would describe it is they basically say, I do want to do dating, mm. but I've put on a few kegs. Yep, yep. 
And I, I don't know, I'm not saying this to gloat, but I honestly now, I do feel like I walk into the room and go, I'm hot. Yeah. Well, you and are. I, I'm, I'm chubby. Yeah. And I've got saggy boobs and stretch marks <laughs> and skin tags and all the things. It's mental. Yeah. Right? It yep. is mental. Yeah. And I mean mental in the sense of oh, yeah, the pejorative sense. Yeah. And also the sense that it's in your head. It so is. So I was listening to Face Value on Radio National, which I highly recommend anyone who's feeling like that, go and find and listen to. Yep. And to paraphrase the presenter on there, she said, a woman who accepts ageing without regard for others' views, is the holy grail. And I thought, fuck me, I am the holy you grail. Are the holy grail. Like I have honestly never felt more confident yeah. in my – like I'm not saying I'm the best-looking person in the world. No. But I feel like I've never been more confident in my looks than now. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Aren't I lucky? You are lucky. But that's a head shift. Yeah, yeah. It's not a physical shift. No. Because girls fat. Girls fat, <laughs> right. or as <laughs> as my work boys say, and F. she thick. She thick. <laughs> <laughs> Girls thick. It is mental, and it reminds mm. me of the late great Stella Young, who many of you will know, who's a fantastic disability mm. advocate, who I know you're a big fan of, mm. and she was one of my best friends, and she had tattooed on her arm from a very well known poem, mm. "Pride takes practice." Yes. And I think that applies to self-esteem. I think so too. I think it's the most powerful phrase. And on my other podcast, Two Ps, we interviewed a girl who, a girl, a woman who um, had a hand difference and she had that same tattoo that she got after meeting Stella. It's really profound in the disability community. But it's actually, it it flows over to all of our lives. I think in terms of self-esteem, and we're talking specifically about self-esteem and Mm, dating mm. and even more specifically Dating when you're not 20. Yes. Right? When you're not size and eight in the hot For you and girl. I, we've had children. So yeah. who knows even if the vagina's in a good state? <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything's different. No, if you get access to it, you're lucky. <laughs> well, you are. As I we've said 100% before. 100% agree with that. As but, we've said before. But it's still, that's all in your mind. And like, the way you speak to yourself mm, matters. Mm. So I think that I've really taken, I learned that from Stella. Mm. Like pride takes practice. And when, mm. and you're the same. Like you've got girls. Mm. When I had daughters, I went, I am not talking about no, weight in no. front of these kids. I'm not standing no. in front of this mirror and going, I look fat. No. I'm not going to be so mean to myself yeah, anymore. And right. it's worked. Yeah. And our children, they love us. Of course they do. Right, so they don't they don't see the outer form. Because but guess what? So does the dating pool. Yeah, well, I don't know because I'm not in it. Yeah, but I do. But I also, I'm not unconfident to go and dance close to someone. No, no, or, you're still going to do it. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah and yeah. I would still hook up with someone because ultimately they must be going, okay, I can tell yeah, I can she's fat. Yeah, they can see you. Yeah. They can see you. It's not a shock that if I took my shirt off, they're like, oh, God, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. my God, I was expecting an A cup. <laughs> No, and this is the whole thing, especially if you're doing online things. Mm. If your photos are accurate, yes. they know what they're buying, right? <laughs> what not... they've ordered from Uber Eats is what gets delivered. <laughs> they haven't gone to Aldi and then expected Maya. You know what I mean? Like I think it's really important though, in all seriousness, for us to talk, especially as middle-aged people, mm. to talk to ourselves kindly. Mm. The more you tell yourself I look good, mm. the better you will feel. So true. And I have got beautiful friends that are very textbook attractive, thin, whatever you want to call it. 
And they have heaps and heaps of hang-ups about oh, their body. 100%. So I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's just everybody. And look, I hate to once again quote Dr. Phil, but I am going back into the recesses <laughs> of my university days, you know, laying on the couch yes. watching Dr. Phil. Yes. And I remember him saying something quite profound, which I'm sure lots of psychs say, which is don't wait for the feeling to come, act, and then the feeling will come. Mm, fake it till so you make it. So if, for example, the people who've written in kind of going, oh, I'll date when I've lost mm. a few kilos, no, 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 no. Start dating mm. and then you'll feel better yeah. and you may about not want to lose the kilos, kilos you haven't yeah, lost. That's right. That you may never lose. We cannot wait to lose weight. Don't wait. You cannot. You really can't. Yeah, no, don't. Don't Throw do it. out the jeans yep. that don't fit you anymore. Just get stretch ones. Just, <laughs> just get them. <laughs> leggings are the new pants. Oh, leggings are everything yeah. and you can get glittery leggings, whatever you want. And, but please, um, if we're going to say off your fuck, off your fuck to negative self-talk. Yeah, off your All fuck. Right? Enough. Yeah. Enough, enough, enough. Oh, listener oh, emails. Listener emails. All right, would you like to read it? I would love to read it. Two episodes in and loving it. Thanks so much for making it okay to say what you're thinking and helping us all work this shit out. Mm. Perfect marriages, no judgment, just aren't very common. I loved your comment about how people that stick it out can be self-righteous. Oh, yeah. My view is that there are a whole lot of stuff people are just putting up with. Yep. So agree about talking about the horrible ex. What a bad lead-in. Commenting for a friend. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> By the way, You're we, anonymous, ne- so we you... don't say anyone's name no, unless we won't. they tell us that yep. we can. Yep. Um, but yes, for those who haven't listened, in terms of the horrible ex, what this um, woman is referring to is we're basically saying on your first date, don't sit there and bag out your ex. No, don't, like don't. maybe at some point, yeah, maybe you might need to get into that. But it's 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 not hot. No, it's not hot. It's not hot to sit over canapes. No, just like you don't want to if you're dating a man, you don't want to hear him say, oh, oh, she crazy, she's crazy. Yeah, I saw a TikTok today about this guy. This guy was doing a TikTok and he said. Um, if you're a guy and a girl breaks up with you and you've done the wrong thing, you never have to feel embarrassed or anything because you just say to your mates, oh, she's, she was she's crazy. crazy. Oh, for like, sure. Okay, you fully own that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. I didn't realise that How that was often quite do so you many hear it? Uh, All the time, but I thought that yeah. maybe they believed it. It's the easiest way from the Freudian wandering fucking womb, Mm-mm. you know, and before the yeah. easiest thing to do is to dismiss a woman as being insane. <sighs> yeah. Uh, all right, and thank you for that. We love our emails and our mm-hmm. listener calls. We've got another one as well. Would you like to read that one too, Doc? <laughs> well, this is incredible. Listen to all five episodes in one block last night. Jeez, that's a lot of Nellie and Kate. Oh, that's too much. <laughs> that must have been six hours. <laughs> oh, I love it. I applaud it. I applaud it too, but that's a lot. That's a lot. You know, girlfriend needed a little break. Yeah. Made me feel a bunch better about a weird semi-flirt situation that's been doing my head in for the oh, past few months. Girl, I hear. Went out and brought myself, bought myself a great new lipstick and nice. a new bra today. Yes. Maybe he likes me, maybe not. Whatever. Whatever. I'll be right. I'll be I right. Love it. Thank you so much. I feel you've reached in and pulled me out of a very uncharacteristic self-doubt vortex. You go, girl. Love it. Yep. You know what I like about that too is that even, and I've spoken about this in previous episodes, even if you're normally quite self-assured, yeah, um, dating mm. can actually do your head in, especially if someone's going hot and cold, yeah, which course. I'm guessing is yeah. the weird flirt yep. situation, semi-flirt. But a new lipstick, I started wearing lipstick in the pandemic. I'd never really worn colourful lipstick before. Is that right? Yeah. And it, I love it. I'm, re- I'm not wearing any now you because look good in lipstick. Nellie and I are actually recording at night time. I've Ruined taken her away from date basically. night. You have. Um, <laughs> what a sacrifice. I know. Um, 
But yes, and then masks came in and I was like, oh, that's good because I've just started oh. wearing lipstick. But anyway, I love it now. I feel like it gives me a something for the day. Well, and again, I'd say if you're dating, whether you get your clothes off or not, doesn't matter. No. A new bra oh. will absolutely you make the you girls feel better. Up, if you, everything if, feels no, better. In my case, if you separate them. <laughs> If there's some, if there's some mine are often separated. The bra bing brings them back together. <laughs> Mine's like one band of sausage. <laughs> oh, now we've also been doing listener poll on you, um, favorite segments, and mm. by far this one is your favorite. It is yes, meme. I love that this is your favorite because my so kids have given me shit for shit. years about loving memes. I told you they made my Snapchat name. Mum loves memes. Yeah. So we're too middle age women. We love, love memes. Them. They love them. We like to pick one each a week yeah. and just talk shit it's about it. It's the joy. Go. So my um well, one thing I wanted to mention before I mention my meme is that I don't know if you're having this experience, but I'm having this experience on the very rare occasion that I am out talking to strangers. <laughs> and that is if people have been listening to the podcast, mm. they sort of pull me aside and go, you know, you two talk about like how being single is actually really good. You're bullshitting though, aren't uh, yes, you? Yes, people are saying Are you getting that? Yes, they are. What is that about? Because no one's ever said. That it's okay. That it's okay. And I think I think single people, I'll take that back, people who've been deliberately single yeah. their whole life, they've been yes. preaching it. But to be an unmarried middle-aged woman with children, yeah. there is no narrative that that's a fun thing. No. Or that it's a good thing. That's a bad thing. You I know, sort of, I look at so them baffled because I think it. if Kate's prepared in the first episode to say, I'm never sucking a dick again. No, I'm not. And if we talk about, well, is my <laughs> vagina all right after childbirth? Like what would, would you we think we're going to lie? <laughs> like, yes, Felicia, we're telling the truth. It's the truth. Like, yes, They're of scared course, of that truth. There's hard stuff, but on balance, oh. absolutely I'm in a better place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every day. Every, Every day. day. Anyway, so we're not lying. You can keep asking me, but I'll tell you the same thing. We're not lying. So my meme, it's pretty heavy, but I also think Mm. it's uplifting. Mm. It is by Anne. Can you read that? Because my eyes don't work. I think it's Voskamp. Anne Voskamp. Shame dies when stories are told in safe places. Wow. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Right? So let's say... Let's think, I mean, this is very heavy, but mm. let's think of how sexual abuse disclosures were handled when yes. we were kids, Ooh. right? Your shame would be compounded. Oh, 100% compounded. 100%. Terribly. You, there's almost more trauma yes. from the response oh, to the abuse yes. or as much as the abuse itself. And especially if you can wrap religion with that, that you're, well, you don't want to bring down the church, you don't want to hurt or your school, or your school, yeah. or your uncle, yeah. or whoever. Yep, yep. Whereas now, and by no means is this universal, but there are spaces mm. where you can make that disclosure and be believed and yeah. be supported, mm. and then that shame can be cauterized. That's right. And not compounded. Yeah. And I feel like, and I'm sorry for it's probably an inappropriate comparison, but I feel like we're doing the same thing here. Mm. In the sense that there was mm. so much shame about so divorce much. and being single yeah. and owning yourself and owning your sexuality. Yeah. I hope we're trying to create a safe space where you go, no, no, that shit's dead. Dead, gone. We are not no. like entertaining no. those thoughts. No, I think we are. I'm really proud of that because um, there was, there is so much shame. There is still oh, when people find out, you know, yeah. that you're single. And I think people find it confronting that I'm not in the fetal position all the time. Mm, mm. I mean, I'm not saying I don't have bad days. Or apologising for it. Yes, but yeah. I 
I am more than okay. When you're in a safe space, I find when I have told, you know, it's been a while since I've been telling people, but when I told people who were supportive and loving and kind to mm. me, I felt mm. fine. Yeah. When I've told people and I've gone, oh, I'm so sorry. I know. Or what What happened? Yeah. What did they do? What did you do? That's when you feel like shit. Oh, my favourite. Because that's not a my safe favorite. space. Well, that's going to destroy the children. Oh, thanks. Oh, no. Thanks, thanks pet. That's made oh, me feel. See. Yeah. So that will make me cry in the fetal position. Yes. But my choice, no. Not the actual event. No. Yeah. All right. I hope your meme's lighter than that. It's a little bit lighter. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, so my meme is, you know that tingly little feeling you get when you like someone? That's common sense leaving your body. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. How true is that? It's quite oh, pertinent for you. It really is very pertinent for me. I heard someone actually during the week, some radio show, someone talking about how we should stop talking about falling in love. Yeah. Because it implies you've got no control. Mm. You know, that tim- yeah, yeah, tingly yeah, feeling, yeah, yeah. the limerence, all yeah. of that kind of stuff. And this is a psychotherapist. so And I don't know how realistic this is, not in my experience anyway, but... <laughs> That she was basically saying you can gradually step into it. Really? You know, rather than... Has she done that? Yeah. Has she watched people do it? Well, (laughs) also, I'd love to hear about her personal life. Yes. You know, like when you dig into any therapist's personal life, you go, oh, you're like one of those, like, hairdressers who's got a really bad haircut. Yes, that's right. (laughs) I mean, she hasn't done it. She's, you know, still, yeah, whatever. But but theoretically... It sounds good. Yeah. But then what do you... Even when I'm friends with a human, like, mm. you know, my best friend Rachel or Lorraine, I don't want to go a week without talking to them. No. You know, I just want to check in and see how they're yeah. going. So what do you what do you do when that's someone that you've mm. – there's some bits do tingle when yeah. you hear them. What do yeah. you do? Well, and there's part of me – I don't know. There's part of me that thinks isn't that, you know, you know my theory, no guts, no glory. Mm. Yes, you do lose common sense. It's a matter of degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if there's so many red flags – that you're in danger, <laughs> yeah, either right. emotionally or physically, then yeah, okay. To pull back. Pull that shit back. But if you're there kind of going, oh, you're it's just, just so fun cute. texts and you're still making Vegemite sandwiches for the kids yes. and going to work. You can what still keep your done? shit together. Yeah. If you get hurt, you'll live. Yeah, and you are going to get hurt. We've yeah. been hurt. That's how we're here. Yeah, so, hurting right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that little tingly feeling's quite nice, yeah. actually. Yeah. Bright and shiny. So this is a segment where we talk about basically things that we have learned or learned to do now that we're nearly single. What have yep. you learned this week? Okay, so this actually was a really big deal for me. So my other podcast, Two Peas in a Podcast, we're um, sort of touring at the moment. And so I had to go away um, for the first time. And leave my family as a single person. So oh, it, the in, first time. First time. That's a really big like deal. Like I was interstate. Yes. So I couldn't just, I mean, I did still get the text, um, can I get KFC? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm still yeah, ordering McDonald's it. Yeah, arrived. Yeah, yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. Thank God for DoorDash. But um, it's a big deal, mm, right? So how did you feel? I felt I decided to stop feeling stressed about it and yeah. just went, you know what, there are adults in their lives. My bigger children are adults. They're around. Yeah. Um, it's going to be okay. Because you've got three adult children and two younger children. Yeah. And one of the adults has left. God bless her. The most the most kind and responsible one. No offence to the sound <laughs> engineer who's listening. <laughs> she on holiday. 
she bought a house. Oh, no, left your house, yeah, right? I thought me. you meant she left the state. No, no, but... Yeah. She's like 10 minutes away. I know, but they were all aware that I was away <laughs> yes, too. Yes, yes. So they could all pop in um, and obviously the uh, boy's father was around for some of the time too, but yeah. uh, it was still, it's a big deal to it's get different. on that plane. It's logistics. Even you put your phone on silent mode and you're like, okay. What happens? No one. And the yeah. boys were sick, so they were at home. So I, yeah, yeah it was... Anyway, I I feel like I managed really really well, yeah. but it was a really it's a it's a big thing to do. The logistics are huge. So huge. you and I are going away for the weekend to my caravan. I know I can't wait for for a little bit of um, winter fun with yep. a couple of other friends. Mm. And even I noticed that I'm like, because I was going to have to take the dogs, mm. and then I'm like, if we take the dogs and, and someone leaves raining. the gate open yeah. and they don't want to go out because it's too cold and blah blah blah, there's not another adult at home no, anymore. That's right. So then, do I pay someone to have them out? You know, there are logistics Heaps involved of logistics. in not having another adult in the house. Yep, there's and no doubt. You know, it used to be the logistics you'd do handover. Yeah, you know, and you'd leave a note, but now you're like, oh, there is there is no one to do yeah. that to. So. Yeah. Although I will say for people listening, because I know for lots of people, those logistics, because we can idolise it, mm. idealise it, I should say, mm. those logistics even in a couple often involve, oh. well, I've had to cook the meals oh, yeah. so I can go away. Planned I've every hour to, of the weekend. every second of the, and I feel resentful yeah. that there is another adult at home yeah. but I still had to do everything. Yep. So let's not forget that part no, of it. No, no, no. I don't I don't want to change anything. Yeah. It was just a big deal also, to do it. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And emotionally it's a big mm, deal. Mm. What about you? Well, I this is an ongoing process for me, but one mm. I thought that I would highlight that I really have stepped into. So I've been single now for whatever, a year and a half, mm-hmm. a little bit less. Mm-hmm. And I have really been leaning into saying no to stuff that I don't want to do. It's hard, isn't it? It's really hard. You have to practice that too. You really have to practice. And the thing I've noticed since practicing it is that nothing happens. No, nothing happens. Like you think the world's going to end and everyone's not going to like you. If you've been raised as a people pleaser, you think the shit will hit the fan. Actually, nothing happens. I remember my dad saying to me, and you don't have to give a reason. No. He goes, no, just say, "Um, sorry, I can't make it. No, thanks. What? Yeah. He goes, I do it all the time. Yeah. I thought, of course you did. You're a middle-aged man. But seriously, how many women our age don't like would have an anxiety attack at the thought of saying, no, I can't bring a cake to that party? Yeah. Let alone, no, I can't go. I know. Or no, I don't want to go. I know. And I have really said, I'm not being an asshole. Like no, I'm being kind not. still yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. But if there's things that are going to deplete me, mm. You know, mm. which I have spent years and years, you know, in various relationships, friendships, family situations, whatever, just trying to keep the peace, mm. you know, like the good girl. Mm. I just don't anymore. No. It's quite nice though, isn't it? Oh, it's so liberating. Yeah. I think I've been sort of doing that for the last five years. I think mid-40s I just went, oh, I don't have room for that now. No. I still get it wrong sometimes and I'll agree to things and or I'll turn a blind eye to something that I think I shouldn't have turned a blind eye to that because I'm trying to keep the peace. But um, less and less I have fucks to give. Oh, so less. You know, it's a really, I think, a a good symbolic example for the Australian listeners is the bloody hoo-ha when Grace Tame, Australian of the Year, did not smile at our then Prime Minister, Scott Morrison. I know. And, you know, oh, she hasn't been polite and where's her manners. This is a sexual abuse survivor with someone that she didn't respect. she smiled at his wife. She smiled at his wife. Because she thought that's not anything to do with her. But also she doesn't, she's not there to make him feel better. No, she's not. She's not. She didn't want to smile so she didn't. 
By contrast, she's obviously a fan of the new Prime Minister, yeah. Anthony Al- Albanese, and you saw it, she posted a lovely <laughs> picture of her shaking smiling. his hand and smiling. <laughs> and to me, it's just a little example of kind of going, this is a young woman, bless her. Mm. Oh, she's incredible. Stepped into her power and just went, I'll smile when I want yeah, to that's smile, right. when it's genuine. Yeah. You know? You don't tell me to smile. Women hate being told to smile. Yeah, well, I certainly do. It's just our whole life. Yeah. You know, if you just smiled a bit. Yeah. A bit what? What would happen then? You'd think that you can walk all over me. Yes. <laughs> really? I don't but want it. I don't want that. Womanhood is not self-sacrifice. No. You know, like it, it is was. actually. It is, and I, so it has been for me. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Like even as someone who has been a card-carrying feminist from mm. the, you know, from a teenage mm. age, I've still been raised as a people pleaser. I still exist in this culture. I know. And I'm just really trying very hard to maintain my sort of kindness and friendliness mm. and openness, mm. but with that boundary yeah. of kind of going, if I don't want to do it, no. Yeah, that's right. And that goes for people in relationships as well. 100%. You know, you, you can take that power anytime, yeah. even if for the last 20 years you've been, I don't know, watching repeats of MASH and you really yes. bloody hate it. <laughs> you don't have to. You can say tonight if you've been pretending to like soccer yeah i'm gonna watch i'm yeah. actually gonna watch rupaul yeah that's what absolutely. i want to watch so you can have a night of doing something you want and i feel like if i do get into another committed relationship i'll go in with that attitude oh from yes the start. i think so because once you enter a relationship on the back foot it's very hard to then reclaim ground very very hard and, and you don't you want to step in in that space and say to them the same thing what, yeah, what things right. are really important to you yeah like for me, I absolutely love going to the football. So yes, that's important do. to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if no one comes with me. No. But, but don't, I don't ask want... me not to go. No, don't ask me not to yeah. go. Like if it's a game that I've thought about going to, I'm gonna I want to go. So don't yeah. be like, No, I'd rather you go to the gallery. I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm not and gonna we'll, change for that. It's interesting because we all are also getting um a lot of uh emails and things that we'll read out over time where people have kind of gone, yeah, I'm actually in a relationship where I go, you know, he wants to go the footy and I want to go to the NGV. Yeah. And so we do that at the same time yeah. apart. Perfect. Great. Bliss. Or, you know, oh, I better really want company when I go to this particular thing. Yeah. So she comes with me because yep. she knows I like it. Yeah. You know, like some and kind of And I don't mind compromise. compromise, yes. No. But when it's constant giving up of oneself. Yes. Then it's mean. Or if it's all one way. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. You know? Like if I'm always going to watch you play soccer. Yeah. And you'll you'll never come to the quilting show. No. Then it's mean. <laughs> right? Match so I'll never effort. ask anyone to go to a quilting show, but you know what I mean. You know I can quilt. Can you? I can quilt. Well, there you go. There you that go. I really Yeah, I can quilt and I can sew. I know you can sew. Yeah. I can't do anything. I've got two very good friends that are quilters and an aunt. Yeah. I have not got the patience for it. I haven't done it since I've had kids because no. you need days. Days. And you've got like, to leave that out. You've got to leave it out. You've got to cut. You've got to measure. You've got to have all the equipment out. I cannot out. see you doing a yeah. quilt, making a quilt. Yeah. It's like I can't do meditation because I'm just like, yeah. I already know how to breathe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I get angry at being told to breathe. But that sort of stuff makes me slow down. Yeah, yeah. So when I'm an old nana, I will definitely have a quilting room. A hoary quilting room. Yeah. <laughs> We don't want to know what these quilts are going to look like. I'll be like, like vagina quilts. (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. We should have vagina quilt mugs. (laughs) That's our demographic. It is our demographic. The quilting for the old ladies. (laughs) Oh, we'll do it. 
Swipe right. So this is our dating segment. Yeah, and how much are you loving dating at the moment, Nellie <gasps> Thomas? <laughs> I think I alluded to it in a previous episode. I've hit the wall. She's hit. She's done. Those apps, she pushed the thing on the screen where they go all wobbly and she got rid of them. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not done. Let's not kid ourselves. I know. Yeah, but and for then, a day the next time I'm alone on a Friday night <laughs> with a couple of G and Gs, you'll be back. Um, no, I think you you do, and I've heard this from listeners as well. You get to the point where you just like, it's just just too many conversations. Yeah, okay. The logistics. Yeah. You know, I remember you said to me once in one of the earlier episodes, like, how do you cope with dating with the mental load? Because yeah. I've got a big mental load yeah, at home. You do. And for a while there, it was a nice distraction. Yeah. Right. Whereas I think now it's intruding. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, like yeah. Dating itself is really fun. Yes. You know, like I like the actual when you're in real life yes. thing. It's just getting there. It's just it's sorting just out the, the lefts from the rights. How often do you message all that kind yeah. of, you know, how long do you wait? How long do they wait? When do you make the call as to whether or not there's a connection or not? I like don't it's, know. It's, see, it seems massive to me. And when you've got two busy middle-aged people, yeah. you know, who have yes. either got kids or jobs or both, yeah. Yeah. you can't sort of go, well, you haven't messaged me for a day. Well, no, they're probably in meetings. Yeah, that's right. You know, Interstate. Like, interstate, who knows? Yeah. You don't want to be needy, but at the no. same time you're like, have you gone off the boil? I don't know. I don't know either. Have I? But I know... Um, my 21-year-old, she yep. went up to Falls Creek this week to do study vacation, whatever it's called, Stuvac. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I love going on Tinder when I'm in a new place. Yes. Because it's all different people. Uh, I've got a friend who does that when he goes to Bali. Yes, that's different. It's just yes. a different demographic. But she said, I soon realised that every single guy up there is friends with every other single every other guy, guy up there. So you've yeah, got to really yeah. think about that. Well, that's not her problem. No, not her problem. But I, you know. Yeah. I don't think it'd bother her really, but small she's, pool. Was just, yeah, small pool. Yeah, but um, yeah, but it did make me think actually because I was talking to a friend about it, and so when he he goes to um, Bali for a few months of the year, and he just loves it because of different. course again you've got it, you're on a different you're in a different oh, yeah. frame of mind. Of course, you're not worried about school lunches when you're on a holiday in Bali. You're really not. So I'll look forward to that Swim if we ever breakfast. leave this country. <laughs> you know, but I've got a new strap. Okay. That I'm trying. Yeah. And I offer this to listeners who are also fed up with online dating. And I think if I do say so myself, it shows my um, optimistic nature yeah. and the fact that I don't accept, I don't passively accept anything in life. Right. Like I think if I want a change in some way, then I think there's a way around. Yep, yep. So my new strategy is that I've just selectively told some friends ah, that I'm on the market. Yeah. Nellie's open for business. <laughs> this is what I'm looking for. Do you know anyone? That's nice. And I mean deliberately. Yes, I mean yes. deliberately saying to them, do you know anyone who fits these criteria? Yeah. And you've done that for friends. I've done that for uh, quite a few friends. Yeah. And in a couple of cases successfully. Yeah. But I think if you don't put that out there, yeah. people don't know you're looking for it. True. Like even if they know you're oh, single. very true. And dating. Yeah. It might not occur to them to go, oh, I know someone that yeah. Nellie would like. Yeah, yeah. So I've specifically asked a few strategic people. And? And nothing. Right. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But I think I still I'm happy about it. Yeah, that's right. Because I think it's like planting a seed. Yeah, it is. And I was, I have been successfully set up before. Yeah. So it might um, happen again. By mutual friend. Yeah. 
So, and I think there's a sense of, I don't know, I, there's more of a sense of, I don't know if safety is the right word, but having a connection. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's not just off an app. Oh, it, whatever you're doing in life. Yeah. You know, if, if you were going somewhere that I'd been and I said, oh, well, I know Paul at the blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll go there. Because, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because they've got a nice Airbnb. Yeah, you know, that's great right. Recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you can get a little bit of intel. Do you feel more pressure? Because what if I yes. said, yeah, okay. Yes, I think you do feel a little bit more pressure because I think if it doesn't work out, you feel like you're not just letting that person down, you're letting the person who yes. set you up down. That, I could see that. Um, but not to a debilitating degree. I think what you do feel, and I reckon I'm going to put myself in some listener's shoes, they would be embarrassed to ask. Yes. Right? Because yes. I did, with a couple of the people I asked, I sort of felt, I, I went, oh, look, I know this is a bit weird. Yeah, okay. But blah, 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 this yeah. is what I'm after. Um, and I just think you don't ask, you don't get. No, you don't. You know, so you never know. No, I planted a seed. You, you we'll really see what are. happens. <laughs> Listen, listeners, we'll be back with an update in a few episodes. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if the not. open sign is still flashing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you can get like headbands that light up. Open. Open for business. <laughs> that sounds dirty. It You're does so sound dirty. You said, it did. I made it dirty, didn't I? You did I? make it dirty. Dear, dear Kelly. Kelly. So, dear Kelly, Kelly is Kate and Nellie combined. Yeah. It's our famous name, like this Benefer. This is our, like Benefer. This is our agony aunt kind of section. Yeah. And um, we have, I think it's Sarah because there's no H. I think it's Sarah too. Sarah has sent us in her online dating profile. Would you like to read her She's got letter beautiful out? cheekbones. Beautiful picture. Not that that matters. It matters. But they are very yeah. beautiful. Look. I'm just looking at them going. Some nice cheekbones there, girl. Very nice. Nice nice smile. Yeah. Hi, ladies. So I've finally caught up. Hello, heartbreak. Mm. I've done the heartbreak thing that you've talked about. Not fun at all. It's not. It's a long story, but basically I was dumped by the guy who had promised me he loved me, could not imagine life without me, then left me for another woman and he broke my heart. More lies. More lies. It's taken a while, many, many tears, and a get-me-the-fuck-out-of-here trip to London on my own. Love it. Good on you. I'm a single mum of a 17-year-old, but I'm finally feeling good and ready to start to date again. Great. Here's my Tinder profile. I'm ready to start on the apps. Please help me as I'm not very good at this. I'm Melbourne-based and looking for a guy. Cheers, Sarah. Well, the first thing I'd say to Sarah, I mean, heartbreak absolutely sucks balls mm. and not in a good way. No. Um, but I absolutely love her response to it. Oh, yeah. Which is to go, like, I'm not sitting on the couch nah. eating hug and dust and watching Bridesmaids. Well, she might have done it for a little bit she, she might had many have. tears. But then I'm going to London. On a plane. Without yeah. you, fucker. Yeah. I'm getting on a plane. And that's not easy with a 17-year-old no, single mum. Yeah. But you did something good for yourself. Like, I love that turning it into a positive. Oh, yeah. And not all of us can go to London. I can't go to London. No, I can't go But to you London. can do something. Yeah, but it's still she thought about something and did it for her. For her. After someone took everything, well, she felt took everything off her. Yes. Because it's powerlessness, isn't it? Yes. That feeling of heartbreak. Well, and the deception. If yeah. people could just be more honest. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, the reason I said more lies is because it referred back to a previous yeah. episode where we did a meme that was like, I can't live without you. you. Turns out he's still alive. alive. More lies! <laughs> You know, like, I mean, I know we all do it, but telling someone I can't live without you, I love you more than anyone else in the world, and then dumping them for someone else, like, oh, it's Leaving with brutal. no gap and no judgment if that's what happens because I know shit happens and you yeah. fall in love with someone. Yeah. But you still have to be honest and say, I think that I'm falling in love with someone. Someone else. And I'm 
really sorry for the pain that I'm going to cause you. Like, own it. Yeah. But Sarah's ready. She's ready. She's dipping her toe back into the pool. And so she's, she looks cute. Guys, she looks she cute looks as cute. a button. Yep. Sarah, 44, University of Melbourne, lives in Thornbury. Um, about me. I'm fun, cheeky, kind, and looking for someone to share life's adventures with. I love the outdoors, weekends away, wandering around art galleries, checking out bars and all kinds of music. She's a cancer, as in the star sign, non-smoker, passions, walking, travel and photography. What do you reckon? Well, it it didn't turn me off, but it didn't. <laughs> well, I'm you're supposed to be like, I'm swiping. I'm so sorry. So you read it quite straight away and go, like, I wouldn't swipe left. That's the wrong way, isn't it? Yes. Yep. I yeah. wouldn't go, Ugh. You wouldn't go, no way. No. So I would then be like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. But you're feeling a little underwhelmed. Yes. And why is that? Well, I don't know, but I, I know think it's, it a bit, it's a bit generic. It's There's not, no jokes. No funny. Yeah, maybe. But that, Sarah, might I say, you're that's talking about a middle-aged woman there. Yeah. And Kate is very joke-based. Yeah, I am. But also, because it says you're fun and cheeky, so you yeah. don't mind a bit of that. But Because yeah. um, I like all those things that you've said. Yeah. Um, you don't like walking. I don't like walking. A little bit. Oh, wandering around. Wandering. No, that's yeah. okay. Wandering around <laughs> art galleries. Yeah, yeah, that sort of walking. We're not power walking. No, 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 no. no that's no, good. No. But I don't know. I, I feel like. You want like more. More. Maybe yeah. just one more thing that's unique to her. Yes. And you want a joke. Or, well, I do, but you don't have to do that for me because I'm obviously not your target market, but something that mm. could just be you that's. Do you know what, though? Like starting on fun and cheeky. Yeah, that's good. Then show, don't tell. Yeah, okay. So I think you're actually right. Yeah, yeah, it does actually sort of a need line. a joke in yeah, there. Yeah, Whether it's a joke about like, I mean, we, you and I always reference shit TV, but Sarah yeah. will have her own thing. Whether yeah. it's about Bridgerton or it's the new Top Gun movie or yeah. it's a yeah, something, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. have a little joke in there. Yeah. So I have extensive feedback for Sarah. Right, okay. <laughs> See, because I'm not on the apps. <laughs> yes, I have considered this. <laughs> yep. I really love her picture and she's lucky because she's good looking. Yeah, she is. All right. So that's the first thing, Sarah. I don't know if you're good looking, but you are good looking. Yep. But I don't like your profile picture. And the reason I don't like it is because you're not smiling enough. It looks serious. Right? It looks too serious. Mm. Even though she is smiling. Looks like she's working from home. It looks like she's in her office. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Right? So I want your profile picture. You don't have to be getting shot out of a cannon. No, but you could be in one of those bars that you like or a gallery or... So, yes, in the art gallery. Maybe at the water wall. Yeah. At the NGV. I want to see your teeth. Yeah. I don't care if your teeth are good or not. No, no. I want to see a full smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see you looking more happy. She's got good teeth, I reckon. I reckon. By the looks of her. Yeah. She's got, <laughs> she's good, got good teeth. teeth. But yeah. even if she hasn't... Yeah, it doesn't matter. I want to see that you're fun and cheeky. Yeah, yeah. So give me a fun and cheeky smile. So yes. I reckon the picture's fine, oh, yeah. but not as your first. It can be in there. Yes. Yep. I want a different profile picture. Yep. University of Melbourne, whether we like it or not, we can be as snobby or as not snobby as we like, this is good. Yes. Right? Oh, this good. is going to attract yes. um, like a lot of people. Yes. Yes. And you're probably going to end up with someone who's at least employed. Yes. Um, and probably someone, even whether they're uni smart or not, doesn't matter, but who can hold a conversation. Yes, that's right. And not so scared of someone else who can. Not scared mm. of a smart woman. Mm, mm. Now, she has another picture where she's at the footy. Yep. Um, which I think is good, yeah, even though I, like I don't that. like the footy. No, I, yeah. I like to see people out and about. Yeah, and it's something that you're passionate about or you enjoy doing or, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Oh, look, I forgot that I did, did this for her. I was, you were right, needs a joke I've written, and I've written the joke for her. Oh, good, there you and go. And I'll email this to you, Sarah. <laughs> 
Works at the university, loves an art gallery, but knows her centre half forward from her right. Ah, very good. Right? Yep. So I'm like, combine yep. the footy yep. with, with the wanky stuff. Yep, yep. And Perfect. I'm more at the wanky stuff. Yep, yep. But give us some kind of that specificity is funny. Yes. You know, the centre half forward, it's funny. I don't know why it is, just is. <laughs> well, it is because it's not what you think it's going to come out. You don't think someone who works at the University of Melbourne is going to talk about the right. No, you don't. So it's a little bit unexpected and Yeah, cheeky. I like that. It's way better. Thank you. It's way better now. It's way better. I'm See, saying, I I'm offer saying. my services. Yep, yep. I've put passions walking. Really? I know. Come on. <laughs> You're never going to get a love of walking from us two. Do you know what, though? I reckon there's lots of dudes, middle-aged dudes, oh, that love, love a walk. Yes, yeah, so probably So I'm not going to say take it out. No. I just had to put the question mark for you and I. <laughs> and with the passions, I love that she's got under passions um, travel. Yeah. Because I find people who love travel interesting even if, if I can't travel. Yeah. But, again, I'd like a little joke like I won't bore you with a slideshow. Yes. Unless you ask. Yeah, that's right. Or here, my favourite place I've been to is Istanbul. Yeah, something. Or you'll never find me in Singapore. Yeah. Or I don't know. Just something, something that you go, oh, why? Where's a country that you would never go to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that up there. Because that's an interesting conversation starter. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, and I know this breaks your little heart, I don't want to go to America. That doesn't break my heart. I just love but New York. But you love New York so much. Yeah, but I just like New York. Right, but I don't even want to go to New York. I'm yeah. so terrified of the gun violence. I know, I know. That I just, and all the abortion stuff mm. and Trump supporters yeah. and all the things. Yep. That it really puts me off. And I reckon that's an interesting conversation starter. Definitely. Because you would expect someone like me to want to go to New York. Yeah. You know, so it's a way in that is not, yeah. how are you? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I love know? travel. If you put, yeah. I love everywhere except <laughs> I don't want to go to Portugal. Yeah. Oh. Why? Yeah. Yeah. What is it about Portugal? Yeah. Did you have a bad tart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Overall, I think it's good, but I agree, Kate. I want more. I want more. I want more, and I definitely want a different profile picture. Yeah, yeah. I can't that's... stress that enough. I mean, you look nice in it. I did say you Pretty. look you're very attractive, but a little bit more personality. This is a good um, tip that we have said in previous episodes. Get your friends to choose the photos. True. Get your friends to choose the photos and say, does this convey my essence? Not do I look the skinniest. No, 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 no. Not do I look the prettiest. No. Does this show me? For who I am. And for who I am. Yeah. Because your mates know and they love you. Your mates do. So, yeah. yeah. And they'll have a picture of you at a, you know, your daughter's 21st when you mooned the Freddie Merkin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's you that's who we Put want everybody to say. yeah yeah but thank you and keep the uh, dear you. kelly's coming yeah we love them sticky, sticky date. date actually this... i had a sticky date pudding the other day did you yeah that's a very you it's... love a sticky date I do pudding i love a sticky date pudding it's a bit much for too me too much you can't have a lot yeah I mean, I, but, but I do. Yeah, and then you feel sick. That's the problem. I know, but it's still, it's comfort food. It's cold. It is. And it's comfort food. It's a very heavy dessert, though. It is, and it's laborious to sort of make it and chop up the dates, but it's... You ordered yeah. it from dinner, ladies. I did, but it is laborious. <laughs> <laughs> I have made lots of them. If one did make it. I have made them. <laughs> it would be Someone laboured over that. <laughs> so this um, sticky date, mm. which is our segment on when dating goes wrong. Yes. All right, shit that goes wrong. Yes. Um, this combines that with a listener question. Yes. So Emma has written in and she said, hi, Nellie and Kate, loving your podcast. Thank I you. would love to hear you discuss, if not already, only heard the first two, 
When is it okay to ghost mm. your online match? We definitely haven't um, said, we haven't spoken about Not that. Not that specifically. No. So do you want to explain what ghosting is? Well, I can try. Mm. But um, ghosting is when you just sort of stop all communication. Yeah. You ghost off like a ghost. You're just gone. They never yep. hear from you again. Off your fuck. Off your fuck. Yeah. So if you ghost someone, basically you cut off communications. Yep. You don't contact them, but they also can't contact you. And so if you were friends on Facebook, you're dumped and then blocked. Yes. Like it's like the person doesn't exist. Yeah. So even more than unfriending. Yeah. It's... I think you'd block them. Yeah. Might I add a very important qualification to this? That is that you do that without any justification. Yeah. Right, because she's asking, when's it okay to ghost your online match? Going back to the fact that, especially as women, we've been raised to be people pleasers, you are allowed to stop contact. Yeah, you can just say, I, this isn't going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's say in the first instance, I would say, Emma, if you're chatting with someone, I think you're dating dudes. Let's yeah. just assume you are for now. You're chatting with a guy You've exchanged a few messages. You feel like it's not going anywhere. For whatever reason, you're out. I think as we've discussed in previous episodes, the polite thing to do is say, look, thank you, but I'm not feeling it. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm I'm going to, you know, pursue another connection or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oprah-esque You want to say, maybe terminology. if they keep annoying you after that, you can ghost them. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. But so, I, But I think, it, I mean, it's up to you, Emma, but I think it really would be nice if you just gave them that little heads up. I think if you give them the heads up and then they keep going. Yeah, fair. I'm not that's not ghosting. No. That's boundaries. Yeah, that is. And that's someone sort of that's not consent anymore, is it? No. So you can have a non consensual relationship over text. That's right. If you've said especially on an app, yeah. if you said no, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they out. keep coming back. Yep, yep, done. Like actually they're in the wrong. They are in the wrong. So then you can ghost them because and you can tell you can say to them, I'm ghosting you now. Yes. Boom. If they then turn around, which I think definitely happens frequently in this space, and go, oh, you're ghosting me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not ghosting because I had a reason. Yeah, and I told you. You know, we weren't like flirting and then I fucked off. Yeah. So I told you and you kept going. Because I thought implied with ghosting was you sort of were getting along. Yes. So, But it's an important distinction and I think, I don't know Emma's age, but no. particularly for younger women... You are allowed to leave. Oh, you are. You're allowed to leave a relationship, but you're also, you'd certainly allowed to leave a discussion from an app. Yeah. And that doesn't make you rude. No. Or a bitch. No. Or like you've ghosted. No. If you don't feel it, that's enough. Yeah. Well, it's horrible to be with someone you don't like. Why do they don't want you either? Also, you're wasting time. Yeah, both of Move on time. to your next yeah. match. Yeah, that's like right. Like I said, tell them. But if they're then rude about it, Ghost block away. the fuck out block of them. Block those bastards. Yeah. Done. Okay. Is I that, hope that answers that clear question. to you, Emma? Now, I reckon, Kay, <laughs> this segment might be one that no one likes except us. Oh, we love it. We love it. What are we doing now? fast forwarding through people. You can, we are doing, we'll try and keep it quicker than usual. Okay. Back, Back on, on the, the shelf. shelf. And that is where we profile someone in the ether. Yep. Quite often a celebrity, sometimes a fictional character, yep. <laughs> who's known for being single. Yes. Right? So who are we talking about this week? The one and only gorgeous Drew Barrymore. Can I tell you a completely self-interested, yep. up-for-myself story about Drew Barrymore? Yep. In fact, it turns out she's one of our listeners, which I did not – Drew Barrymore is not one of our listeners. I was going to be like, what? No. You haven't mentioned that to no. me? I got messaged by a fabulous woman on Instagram who went, oh, my God. 
I've just seen you on one of the apps. Is it really you? Oh, how cute. And I went, yes, yes, in fact, it is me. And she said, oh, my God, this is like when Drew Barrymore went on Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly like that. Oh, my God. I've never been so flattered in my entire life. Gorgeous. So Drew Barrymore is on Tinder. I think I saw a grab of something that said she was on Tinder. Drew fucking Barrymore. I mean, if she has to go on Tinder. E.T. phone home. Yeah. What hope is there for anyone? But that made me love her even more. Yeah, that's right. She's very down. Well, she seems very real and down. Because she could go to any, like, Hollywood party and have her choice. Well, maybe she can't. Well, clearly she's looking for something different. So she was married to Jeremy Thomas, 1994 to 1995, Tom Green, 2001 to 2002, and Will Kopelman from 2012 to 2016, who is the father of her children. Right. She is, I am pretty confident, openly bisexual. Is she? Um, yes. So I didn't, know, I didn't know that. Let me see. I looked in Women's Health because I'm sure I'd seen her talk about it before. And I looked it up in Women's Health magazine. It said, from Drew Barrymore, these celebs have all opened up about their sexuality for all to hear. And I thought... Oh. That's not a secret. No, obviously not. But <laughs> People it, always know. talk about bisexual celebrities like they've been hiding it. It's like no. I've seen her in various interviews yeah. say that she's bisexual. Just that people don't care about bisexuals. So. Or just don't believe it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so she's been single for six years and she said she's been on some dates, but only in the last couple of years. Wow. It took her four years to get back out there. Uh, and use different processes, mm. and then of course the pandemic happened. Six one, years is a long time. Six years is a long time, but I also thought it's important to mention that because, you know, obviously you're not ready for dating yet. We know some of our listeners have been single longer than you or I, and they're not oh, ready yeah. for dating. How and old is she? That's okay. How old is Drew Barrymore? She'd have to be early forties. Yeah, okay, would be my guess. Maybe late thirties. But I'm guessing she's early 40s. ET was a long time ago. Long time ago. Wasn't it? Long time ago. Do you want to Google yeah, that? I'm going to Google it. Um, and one of the things she said that I thought might be interesting, um, she said in a CNMBS, is it CNMBS? 47. She's 47? She's your age. She's my <clears throat> age. Yeah. You can have, you can oh, up with her. Oh, true. Hook up You'll have sister. to make your Tinder a whole world away. <laughs> oh, but you're not going to go to America, so. <laughs> no. Sorry. She can move to Australia. Impossible. Um she talked about with, I think it's CBS News, mm. the difficulties of dating as a single parent. Yeah, really hard. She said, I don't know how to date with kids. I'm not there yet. I have two young girls aged seven and nine and I'm like, I don't want to bring people yeah. home. So Barry, Barry Moore, so Drew was being interviewed by Bobby Burke from oh, Queer Eye um, when she was talking about that. But that's really true. And that's a thing. Yeah. That is a thing. So let's say Drew Barrymore or any single parent listening picks up where do you, do you go do? where do you go i mean you, know? you might have one night at home on your the house on your own but then what do you say to them can you please leave by 11 because yes the kids will be back in that the is what you do yeah but there's also an issue there and particularly with her but for anyone of going but then you know my address I know. as well like yeah. there is some safety issues and it's not just your house it's your kid's house that's right so it is hard yeah I think that is the scariest part of dating because because my children live with me, mm. I'm opening them up to meeting somebody else and I, I don't really want to do that. No. Well, I think, I mean, 
that can be managed in that you just don't bring anyone home when they're there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's difficult if you're full-time sole parent, yes. as we discussed the, dis- the <clears throat> distinction between single parent and sole parent, yeah. and you never have a night at home on your own. Yeah. But it is even still difficult when you live in the family home because then you're in that, let's say you do want to go home with someone, whether you're going to have sex with them or not, Yeah. do you want them to come to your house? Do you want to go to their house? What are you weighing up? the pros and cons in each situation and yeah, it is I think difficult. it's really, really tricky. And I think for some people then they just go, and particularly for single women, they just kind of go, that's too hard. Yeah, I think so. And I think we've been taught somehow, maybe it's some internalised misogyny, I don't know, we shouldn't expose our children to that. Mm. But like it says here, her husband's remarried. Her yeah. Yeah. So he hasn't gone through that mental torture. Mm. Or he has, but it hasn't stopped him. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. I don't know how much that occurs to anyone because I've seen people um, sort of worry about that to much different degrees. I mean, so like so many things in life depends on money. Like I know one friend who if she is dating and ends up seeing someone, they go to a hotel. Yeah. But not everyone can afford a hotel. Definitely not. Especially if you're dating regularly. So it is. It's a real. It's a real thing to think about. On that note too, so her ex-husband remarried and she's very supportive of that. But this one broke my heart and I thought would resonate with some people. So she said their side of the street, so by which she means their family, I guess, is functional and whole and happening. And I think I'm on the sidelines in a beautiful honouring purgatory. And I can just imagine like the visual of that, of her kind of going, oh, they've all got their shit together. When the kids go to their house... They're in this, you know, quote unquote, whole house. Yeah, but we've all we've said there's no broken homes. No, but she feels like that, and yeah, because society people tells us feel that. like that. Yeah, but it's not true. Also, we don't know what his new wife's like. No, <laughs> like who knows if the kids like her or. Yeah, you know, I'm she... sure they love being with you, and they think your home is functional as well. And we're all different, right? I love so how maybe... you're talking like we're actually talking to Drew Barrymore. Well, maybe <laughs> Drew Barrymore is more chaotic, right? Yeah, maybe. I've got friends that are pure chaos. Yeah, and they're gorgeous, and we love them, and their kids love them. Yeah, but they think that that's a uh, negative. Yes, it's not. that's just how they are. Or maybe, and you know, fuck knows, neither of us know her. Maybe she's more dedicated to the kids mm. and she has prioritised them over finding a new partner. Mm. And she's got a primetime TV show. She has got a primetime TV show. She must be incredibly busy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she's probably earning all the money. Yeah. Supporting those kids. and. So what do we nurse. take away from all this? What do we take away from Drew Barrymore? A, you can be as hot as Drew Barrymore and still be single. Yeah, that's right. That is right. That's B, what I'm taking. <laughs> being a single mum... Or single parent and dating is actually harder than being single without kids and dating. Definitely. No doubt. And that the stories we tell ourselves about what's happening with our exes Mm. are really important too and need to be counted, I think. Yeah. You know, at least challenge that idea. It doesn't make him better that he has found someone and she hasn't. No. And? You know, a lot of the time, men do move on quicker. Statistically, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Statistically, that is true. And last but not least, Drew's on Tinder. I'm on Tinder. You join the dots. <laughs> right? We're both 47. I'm excited by this. Look, we'd have good dance. That's all I'm awesome saying. Awesome banter. I'd like to see her profile. 
know what she's got. Let's try and find it. X-rated. X-rated is where we talk about the stupid shit that exes do. Yeah. Now, we are also exes. We are. So our exes could talk oh, about the stupid shit could, that we do. They can get their own podcast. But they can do their own fucking podcast. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to raise the issue of the booty call. Well, I mean, I'd like to say this happens to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but no one has ever booty called me, so. Not yet. Not yet. Do you get them? Oh, look, I might have had the occasional. <laughs> <laughs> I, might have, I might have had the occasional inquiry in the middle of the night. Not from my long-term ex. No, I no, 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 no. To say, yeah. um, <clears throat> but I think this is one of the other things about dating. I think that that can be tricky, and where you have to be very careful. Well, you have to be very careful with your own ethics, frankly. You know, because you might, let's say someone's not right for you. Yeah. And you've been dating and you do the right things and you break up and you're respectful and all that sort of stuff. It can be very tempting if they knock on your door two to months later on a Saturday night to kind of go, well, you know, why not? I would say on the one, one hand I go, well, you two consenting adults yeah. go for your life. As long on, as someone's heart's not. This is the, this is the problem. I think if one of, if you know that one of you is more invested than the other, yeah, and you and I both know friends where that has happened, yep, and where they've been left devastated, yep, absolutely, all over again. So they've gone through a breakup, yep, and then they've Got essentially better. going through it again every couple of months. No, I don't like it. You can't. I don't think. Well, I was going to make a big. I'm going to make that statement. You can't have sex with someone that you're in love with. No. Without it hurting. I don't think so either. Unless you're getting back together. That's a yep. whole different thing. Yeah, but yeah, But you yeah. can't have a one-nighter no. with someone you know is in love with you no. or that you're in love with. No, you can't. Without pain. No. Someone is going to end up in more pain. Usually the person not making the booty call. Yes. Yes. Because you know what it'll be? It'll be the one with the power. Yeah. I.e. the one who's not in love. Who's pissed. Horny. Who's lonely and horny. Yep. You know, whose body, I don't know, just got home from a hunters and collectors gig. Ooh. <laughs> I was just trying to get your juices flowing there. Ooh, yeah. And has gone, oh, I'll give Kate a ring. Yeah. Don't do that. I find it. Sort yourself out, yeah, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, come on. Sort yourself out. Get some baby oil in the bathroom. Get this and baby oil. Get on the app. Get a bit of attention. Find someone else. Find someone else. I just think be be careful with people's hearts. Because... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure someone will message us and go, oh, I've got someone that I'm uh, friends with benefits, blah, blah. That's fine. But that's different. But friends that with is benefits different. is fine. That's where two people Just decide that they're yeah. friends and they like each other and they have sex occasionally. Yeah. We're talking about I'm in love with Kate. Yeah. Kate broke up with me, but Kate's horny two weeks later and yep. calls me in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I go, oh, but I can't. Okay. Yeah. And you hope then that they'll be like, oh, they've spent time with me. They'll think I'm awesome That's what they're in love with me again. Yeah, only make that booty call if you are indeed in love with them. Yeah. Again. Otherwise, Nelly and Kate say no. Yeah, I say no. No, don't no, do no. it. It's don't mean. do it. It is mean, and the universe will judge you harshly. Well, we will. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we'll throw our money. Keep at yourself you. nice. <laughs> WTAF? What the, the actual, actual fuck? fuck. Okay. Dating terminology. Yep. 
This is where usually I bamboozle you yep. with modern dating terminology and you try and guess what it means. Yep. All right. So if you saw on my profile, BBW, what so, would you think Well, that I know this one because my work boys call me this. Do they? <laughs> yeah. So they'll put it in messages and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's oh, a big, beautiful woman. Big, beautiful woman. So, yeah, I don't, I don't mind a big B, BBW, I should say. Yeah. So, so tell me what you – because it's a positive – I think it's a positive. What do you like about it? Well, I think it's owning who you are. Correct. But it's not saying um, fat woman. No. Chunky woman. Yeah. Big, plus beautiful size woman. Even. Yeah. Well, what the hell is a plus size? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, I like it. I just think that's who it is. Everybody knows. Yeah. I reckon it suggests it's got a kind of Lizzo confidence about it. Yeah, I think so It's too. not someone kind of going, oh, look, if you don't like someone big bone, swipe left or yeah, something. Like, yeah, so yeah. you're not apologising for no, yourself. No, 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 no. You're going, I am a big, beautiful woman. Yeah. And you can either handle this jelly. Yeah. Oh, or off you fuck. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I might now, when I do, in fact, on a Friday night, re-download the yes, apps yes, yes. and have to make my profile all again, <laughs> I may indeed put in BBW. Yeah, big, beautiful woman. I know one of my work boys, <clears throat> he got very drunk. This is about six years ago, five years ago. They drink a lot, these boys. Well, they because I, they start young. working for me when they're like yeah, 19. Yeah, 18. Yeah, yeah. And then they grow up and become doctors and whatever. But anyway, he was lying across my lap and he goes, oh, my God, this is so comfortable. Oh. <laughs> I'm just seeing everything in a very different light. In a very- that's so cute. I was like, yeah, mate, don't don't just write things off. Oh, I think I've told you before, my beautiful nine-year-old often says to me, oh, mum, you're just like a beautiful big bean bag. Yeah, so nice and soft. And it just the, you know, just the reframing yeah. of it again from where we started this episode. That's right. Just that, yeah, imagine how good I am on a snuggle night. Yeah, beautiful. More of me to snuggle. Yeah, no bones. Hey, can we finish on a listener call? We sure can. But we have got a, let me read the letter first yep. because this is from someone who will be very well known to Melbourne listeners. Yes. And neither you or I know Tamara Dine no. personally, no, but she is obviously a fan of the podcast and we're yep. thrilled. She says, hi, Miles. Just a hero, <laughs> Graham, from a brand new listener who is loving hard what you're doing. I'm 45, divorced, two kids and the happiest I've been in a very long time. Yes, Last year, I made a six-part podcast for Radio National with my divorce mate, Maria, called The Good Divorce. Yes. Highly recommend it. Go listen. Go listen. Looking at whether it's even possible to have a good or at least less shit one, and the short answer is yes, it is. Yep. Anyway, thanks for your excellent podcast. It makes me laugh hard, nod in furious aggrievement, and give you both (laughs) out loud, hell yes! (laughs) I've sent it to all my single and soon-to-be single mates. Thank you. Keep on slaying Tamara. Oh, thank you, Tamara. And she also sent us in a call. Let's have a listen. And just side note, of course, be like Tamara. Do what Tamara does. Send it to all your mates. Hey, moles. (laughs) I reckon the best thing about being single is that you don't have to accommodate anyone else. Oh, yes. It's really just the wishes and needs of yourself that Mm. you have to take care of, Mm. which is pretty ace. Mm. The worst thing, though, about being single, I think, is the pity face that people oh. give you when you tell them you're divorced because they don't know what to do with that information. Yes. Yep. So here's a hot tip. The best response you can give when someone tells you that they've got divorced mm. 
is just to say congratulations. Yes, yeah, because I agree. anyone who's come through that process yes. has mm. actually achieved something pretty major. Yes. It might not have been pleasant and just like childbirth, they're likely to be a hell of a lot happier out the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, that is a really good practical tip because even if someone says, oh, I just got divorced and you say, oh, congratulations, and they go, it was awful, then you can go, oh, well, tell me about it. Or you can say congratulations for surviving yeah, that. Yeah, well, well you done. Survived you survived something exactly. really tricky. I don't think you can actually go wrong. No, I don't think so. I think it's a great tip to Whereas if you give, and we've both had that sad face, uh-huh. if you give the sad face, then you put it on the other person to kind of go, what am I supposed to do now? Uh-uh. Like... Yeah. What? How do I respond to your sadness? Yeah. It's about you now. Yeah, that's right. No, this is a great tip. <laughs> and I love, so Tamara is obviously a very successful 45-year-old ABC journalist. Yep. She's a good-looking rooster. She is. You know, she yep. is a very accomplished woman. I love the fact that she unapologetically just says at the start, you know what I like about being single? I don't have to compromise. Oh, I know. And it's okay to say that. It really is because there has to be some really good parts. Yeah. It's actually really nice to go, I'm getting the coffee I want. Oh, it's I'm not so thinking nice. about what you want to do on Friday night. I'm not buying muesli anymore. Yeah, or whatever it is. Like, it's just nice. It's night that doesn't make you selfish. No. Or any, it just means that's one of the bonuses. You're not incapable of doing those other things. No. You've done them. Yes. But just for a little while, you're really yeah. enjoying not doing them. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. And I highly recommend that you do go and look for um, Tamara's six-part podcast on Radio National. Yeah, I'll put it again, in the show notes. Yeah, it's one of the listen. few, I would say, cultural interventions. I mean, even the fact that the title of it is The Good Divorce. Yeah. You know, we that's not the story we hear about divorce. Ever. Ever. That's got to be it's yucky. Never in the same sentence. Everyone's got to be devoted. There's no good in no, a sentence. No, so go and not. check that out. Yep. And we love having you on this journey, you old mole. We do. You're a bit younger, mole, than us. But <laughs> five years you're old enough. Than me. You are old enough. <laughs> you can be considered an old mole. <laughs> Thank you, Tamara. Well, that's the end of episode Legs 11. Legs 11. If Nelly doesn't get a bingo call in every episode, I don't know what's going to happen. I think that might be my new thing. That's. Every single episode, I've got to have at least one bingo reference. Yeah. Are all the numbers in bingo? Yeah, up to 100. Up to 100? Yep. I've only ever played bingo with Tanya Del Twist Twist in a pub. (laughs) And she does not care about the numbers. No, so I'm probably... not about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not that Well, thank you for listening. What do we say? Rate and review. Rate and review, Go and look at my bloody website. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. And send us in listener calls because it's our fave, fave, fave thing. We'll be very excited when we get them. Yeah. All right. Off you fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to thank our producer, Joshua Jones, who has to listen to all this and then edit it. Well, and also you're his mum. I'm his mum. I born him out of my vagina. Oh, my God. So he has, oh, to, he has to hear vagina. Vagina, yeah. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. We'd also like to acknowledge the wonderful Casey Bonetto, mm. who not only wrote our jingle. Which but is fantastic. Sang it, played it. It's did incredible. Everything. We are so grateful to Casey Bonetto and for our artwork. Kat McInnes. Kat McInnes. It's the most stunning artwork ever. Oh. She has also done all of Nellie's books, if you've ever yep. read them. She's an incredible illustrator who actually lives quite near to me. She's the best. Yep, she is the best. Check out the rest. Yep. And, of course, last but not least, the wonderful Faye Younger, who basically just holds our shit together. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah. Producer credit. Thank you very much, Faye. Yeah. And if you love our Insta, it's all down to her. Thanks.
Thanks, Fi. Bye. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhibit.